Greens, and welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Thomas Welch. And I'm Josh Hyman. And today, uh, we're going to start off by checking out this Nyko sports ad. A little bit of a hockey stick that got commemorated for the NHL All-Star Game and the Stanley Cup champions. That's your St. Louis Blues. All happened here within the last year and a half or so. You can own the stick. It can be yours for $99. They're only making 2,020 of them, so get them while they're hot. I'm sure they're already halfway gone just from people listening to this podcast. Us ranting and raving over it. So if you guys want to check them out, um, that's Nico N I K C O, and they're located in Chesterfield. Or you can call the number one eight hundred three four five two eight six eight. That's one eight hundred three four five two eight six eight. And you can also order online at at Nico Sports. That's N I K C O. NikoSports.com. Get them while they're hot, guys. They're beautiful stuff. Uh, I know I'm definitely going to put them in my collection, put them in my basement, probably hang one on my wall. So, mm. Mm. good stuff. Beautiful good stuff. stuff. And don't forget, a lot of the some of the proceeds for every purchase go towards the Blues for Kids Foundation, which is awesome. So, yeah, don't forget that point. But all right, you ready to jump into it, Tommy? I'm ready to jump into it. So today, I think we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about uh, the Blues Canucks game. A little bit about the Blues Calgary game. Um, just kind of see where the team's at right now. Obviously, Sunquist went down with an injury, so uh, that that's a that's a sore spot for the pod. You know, you, the great one, our hero, our coveted legend. Um, he's going to be missing some time, so you hate to see that. But we did get Sammy Blay back, and that's a that's a big boost. So you win some, you lose some. Um, but yeah, we'll touch on it. Let's let's talk first about the. Uh, just we can talk about the Canucks game in general. What'd you see? What'd you see that you liked? What'd you see what you didn't like in the Canucks game? Yeah, Josh. I mean, I thought the Blues played pretty well in the Canucks game. I think, I think uh, you had a goaltender steal the game for Vancouver. There, you, Demko played out of his mind, made thirty six <laughs> saves, uh, made it really difficult for the Blues to score. Uh, they played their game. They played pretty well. Couldn't execute uh, to a hundred percent perfection and that sometimes that's 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 gonna hurt yeah especially in a game like that where the goalie's playing so well where you really gotta make some perfect plays in order to get a goal and they 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 only pulled out one and uh they the there were some uh questionable calls leading to penalties for, that gave vancouver some advantages here and there but at the end of the day uh, all that aside, I really think it comes down to the Blues played their game. They played pretty well, ran into a hot goalie, can't really read too much into it. And then they came out the next night and played a, a pretty good game and got a win there. So I, I don't have too much of an issue with the Vancouver performance. I, I do think that's a game that they can easily win, you know, 50% of the time, just just due to the, the nature of Demko and his performance. You can't really find too much fault in the way they played. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I would agree with you for sure. I think also JT Miller kind of putting the team on his back. Yeah. Um, offensively, I guess, plays a large role of that too. But I think it's just the nature of the beast in an NHL season. Like you're going to have games where you feel like you're firing on all cylinders, like playing to the best of your capabilities, and then you just run into a hot goaltender who's playing out of his mind, and you end up losing the game 3-1. to one. And then literally the next night, um, I don't think we played as well, even remotely as well. I think you saw right. Barubi with the interviews. Uh, he wasn't happy. I don't think the team was happy defensively. They just looked 
A lot of guys looked lost. Pareko was struggling a little bit. Justin Falk had another bad game, I feel like, which we could get into that a little bit too. Um, but yeah, and they still walked away with the dub, kind of steal a win there. So, I, I mean, the season kind of balances itself out in the long run. Um, you just got to kind of ride the highs and the lows. But um, I think that Vancouver game is the team we're more used to seeing, like especially come playoff time, like grind it out. A lot of high chances, uh, a lot of shots on goal, but that doesn't always create the create the win, obviously. So, um, and I think Petrangelo said in his post game interview against Calgary that this team finds ways to win, which they do, even when they play bad. So I think that's hopeful too. But yeah. we'll see what happens come Friday night in Edmonton because we got Connor McDavid. So Ooh. yeah, and I kind of think it's like what you said—the nature of the beast, the nature of an NHL season. Uh, in those two games represented it perfectly. You know, you have one night where you can go out and really play your game, play well, put up a lot of shots, don't make a ton of mistakes, but you lose 3-1 because you run into a hot goalie. And then you can have another game on the complete opposite end of the spectrum where it's completely wide open. You don't play your best hockey. You think you know you're capable of a lot better, but sure enough, you know, you have the talent, you have the ability to, to sneak a win out, force, force it into extra time, come back from two deficits to, you know, stay stay in the game and you can play well when it matters forced into a shootout and block it down there scored both times didn't allow a single goal so like like yeah like petro said in the post game interview they they find ways to win which is so huge you know you're not going to coast to coast to every win you're not going to jump out to a two goal lead and never look back there are going to be some wins where that are that are kind of atypical kind of against the norm like that and the fact that this team can pull those out is is really encouraging come playoff time when when every win counts no matter how you can get them Right, yeah, and I think I think even the Calgary game, which I think everyone as a whole can agree that it was uh, a little bit disappointing, even though they came right, came away with the dub, uh, just the performance overall, especially from the defense. But there were some promising things in there, like watching Robert Thomas just sling a pass across the entire eyes to a wide-open Alexander Steen. Like, that's just a gorgeous play. And I don't think uh, Robert Thomas makes that play last year because he doesn't have the same confidence that, like, oh, I'm not going to be able to, like, thread it through this needle and like this year he's like fuck yeah i'm doing it and he did it easily um so that's promising he's finding like i keep i feel i feel like we keep talking about it like robert thomas is like finding the wheels under him and like his confidence and all this stuff but literally every time you watch him play he just looks better and better and i don't i don't i don't know if we're gonna come to a time where like oh like this is this is the peak this is cap robert thomas like I feel like he's just going to con- continually um, perfect his craft. Um, last night was also one of the times that I would not like to see Matthew Kachuk score, but it still happened. So, um, yeah, I mean, that yeah, was kind of cool, was com- but also like, coming. yeah, maybe don't do that. Uh, David Perron stayed hot with his 22nd goal of the year. Uh, Jaden Schwartz had a tap in. That was pretty nice. I mean, and Zach's dude, Zach Sansford's goal seven, was just an points. absolute rocket. Right, just seven an absolute his last rocket. Six games. Yeah, he, he's been on fire. Since, I think. I think. Yeah, after he again. scored that goal a while ago, he's getting that confidence back. Now that people aren't dogging him online, he's got to he's got to go look that stuff up, and he's got to play into his psyche. I feel like he's he's playing his game instead of thinking about it too much and like getting down on himself. And I think I think that's when he's at his best because obviously. Stuff like that's going to take a mental toll on anybody. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely found his stride. He's 
he's playing really well and and he's he's not only is he scoring goals and getting assists he's scoring timely goals you know could they come into the third period on the road uh down one you know they they're looking for a, they're looking for a quick goal looking for a quick jump and sure enough Zach Sanford comes down on a seemingly harmless opportunity bit of a bit of a one on one break against the defender and just absolutely shot was rips a pisser, it. dude yeah oh absolutely God. rips it over to the unsuspecting goalie and I, I think that uh, I think that just goes to show like you said he's finding his confidence he's playing his game he's playing his style and it's really working out for the Blues seven points in his last six games he's been on fire. Yeah, dude, love to see it. I mean, like we said, overall, like there's some things for them to work on, things to tweak. I think, I think, uh, uh, one of the reoccurring trends across like the Facebook lounge and even some people on Twitter, uh, people concerned about Justin Falk's play. And honestly, <laughs> after last night's game and like watching, like even watching like the recap and like some of the stuff there, I was like, I don't think anyone can debate the fact that Justin Falk is a good. NHL player, he's solid. He's an all. He's a former All Star. I mean, like players like that don't come across the pipeline very often. But like he, he just needs to play better. He's got to yeah. step it up. And I get like uh, um, a couple games in the season. Like if he's playing on his offside, that's got to be a struggle too. He's got to um, adjust for that factor as well. But I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to get the job done. You know? Yeah. No. I'm. And, I'm... And these last two games. I mean. There was that one shot he had that got blocked. They had a three-on-one the other way, and they scored easily. Um, and then there was one goal tonight. Like, it just looked like his man walked right through him, and he wasn't even there. It's just like, got to step it up. Yeah, I'm with you there. It's definitely disappointing uh, in the way he's played, especially with the price that we gave up for him. We kind of expected a little bit That's more. It's a hefty contract. Yeah, it's a hefty contract. It's a hefty price we paid to trade him. But I mean, you know, it's it's not an untradeable contract. He's not a terrible player by any means. You just like to see a little bit more out of him. And you can attribute that to chemistry and getting used to a new team, getting used to a new system. I don't think he's been inherently bad out there. I think that there has been moments where we've where he's looked pretty rough, pretty shaky, but I still think he's been a net positive for this team. Uh, I don't I don't think he's near anywhere near the potential that he wants to play at and then what we expected as fans out of him when, when this trade happened. But I, I think he's shown flashes. He's shown that he has the ability to, to play really well and to really contribute to this team. I just think he needs to find that level and play be able to play at that level more consistently. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that for sure. And obviously, um, I guess, I don't know if Armstrong's thinking this way too, but a potential get out of the contract if things continually to go south is the expansion draft and leaving him open there, uh, which we just saw. Today that Seattle's apparently going to be called the Kraken. Seattle Kraken, kind of cool, baby. Which is that's pretty cool. I can get down with some with some Krakens. The 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 Crackheads as as the fan name. Yeah, yeah. If their fan base is called the Crackheads, dude, I'm all in. That would be gorgeous. That's beautiful. I mean, there are a lot of a lot of takes on Twitter. A lot of people are not a fan of the name, but I mean, I think it's pretty cool. You could see like a bit, maybe like a bit of a green and purple style, like similar to the similar to the Seahawks type jersey. Yeah, or maybe like something, a teal, something flashy. Yeah, yeah, something yeah I like flashy. it. I like it. I I saw um, somewhere there was like a like a mock rendering of their jersey or something. It just had a fat S on it with like the word Krakens inside. I'm I'm not about that, man. If they want to like they want to go traditional. I guess that's fine to like be vanilla or whatever. But with a name like Krakens, 
you can't come up with a badass logo of like some freaking monster just coming up out of the water. Come on. Come on. Yeah. We're better yeah, than no, that. I'm with you. I'm with you. Give yeah. me some creativity. Um, a bit of a, a bit of a tangent. I'm gonna go on real quick, but I just I just realized. I think I think this definitely needs discussion. Uh, I've been looking forward to this game for a while. Tonight, 10 p.m. Flames Oilers. The the return. The return. Zach, the return of Zach Cassian. He's been out for two games with a suspension. Just signed himself a big hefty. Or yeah, he's been out with the suspension for the Kachuk incident, and he just had himself a big hefty extension, contract extension, three point two million dollars, and he's returning from his long suspension tonight. Got to sit out for like about two weeks, and now he's back um, against Calgary, who's playing the second night of a back-to-back, heading up up to Edmonton. Late night game, 10 p.m. Are you going to be tuning into that one, Tommy? I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I'm going to have to, dude. And I think they interviewed Cashin or something. He tried to downplay, like, oh, we're not out for, like, blood or, like, retribution. Like, we're just going to go out and, like, play our games. Like, dude, fuck that. Come on. Give me some WWE shit, like – Talk trash on him in the press. That's dude. That's really what it is when it comes down to it. Like entertainment and stuff. Like this stuff within hockey is how like how it makes news. How it gets people excited. Electric to go like go watch the games. Like these teams could be completely out of like playoff spots, bottom of the divisions. But if they've got like a rivalry between two singular players on each team that just want to like go out there and kill each other, dude, I'm gonna watch that every night. That's awesome. It's literally like. It's like I was saying, it's literally like WWE, like rivalries and stuff. So like, I wish they would have played that up instead of being like, yeah, like it's no big deal. He got, they got theirs last time. We're going to get ours this time. Like, come on. Talk I it mean, up. I, I think we'll see out there. I Be think an entertainer. Yeah. I think the tendons are going to be pretty high. And if, yeah, I could make, no. if I could, if I could make a prediction, because this would be something I would love to happen. Zach Cashin enters the game with 13 goals, 15 assists for 28 points, which is honestly pretty damn good for him. Uh, Matthew yeah. Chuck has three more goals at 16. So my bold prediction is that Cashian uh, decides to beat him on the scoreboard, comes out and scores four goals to overtake Jeez. to overtake Matthew Kachuk's goal total. That's my prediction for for tonight's game. I think I think you're gonna expect a big four four goal performance from Zach Cashian. Wow. Um, I, I can see a, that. I think he's gonna be a change man. He's he's no longer looking for re- <laughs> he's no longer looking for retribution uh, in terms of like putting putting his head through the glass. He wants to beat him on the scoreboard. He wants to finish with more goals than I'll him. play. Uh, I'll play heel here and I'll say Matthew Kachuk scores twice and then Calgary Flames win. Yeah, and no. Zach and Zach Cashin goes uh, goes maniac again and forgets how to play hockey and just starts trying to kill people. <laughs> I mean, it's not a it's not a very legitimate pr- prediction on my end. It's what I'd like to see if, if I'm a fan of chaos. I'd like to see four goals from Cassian, and then Matthew Kachuk comes over and just absolutely lays him out after the fourth one, and they get to an absolute bro. <laughs> oh, that would be sick. <laughs> that's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want more than anything. I don't really care about the score. I just hope Cashin and um, Kachuk get into it again, where they like actually fight. That would be sweet. And oh, yeah. Kachuk whoops his ass instead of turtling. Oh, oh yeah. man. Oh yeah. That would be sweet. I'm Brady just whooped on a fucking who did he who did he fight? Some old dude. Some old dude. Brady oh PK. He, it was PK. Was it? Brady yeah, he, he beat his ass too. Yeah, did did he really? Dude, That's I swear crazy. to God, it was nice. So yeah, maybe Matthew's like, oh, I can do that shit. My brother just did, and then whoops on Zach Cash, and that'd be sweet. Oh yeah, here he goes, him and PK. <laughs> Oh, that's that's ten year age difference. Just throwing them down. He like suplexed him onto the ice. Gorgeous. 
That's great. They're just battling out Bruh. front. Hey, Those the STL difference. boys, man, they're, yeah, they got, they're built they different. A, they got a lot of gumption, as Panger would say. Yeah, they got them. They got that thick lower body. They say thick thighs save lives. <laughs> Look at them kids. No, but I mean, I'm definitely expecting a, a, a fun fun performance out there tonight in, in Edmonton. Uh, but a bit of revenge seeking potentially uh we will we will see but that should be a fun that should be a fun game uh looking forward the blues have edmonton in their next game friday night to continue their their canada road trip what do you what are you thinking in that game Tommy? uh i'm thinking i hope <laughs> i that's part of the reason i'm gonna watch calgary and edmonton tonight is because i hope calgary <laughs> just messes up edmonton and they get into a bloodbath and uh just tires them out even more so we can just eat up on them. Um, yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I don't know. If we can lock down McDavid, that's always the key, right? McDavid and Dreisaitl. Yeah. yeah, I mean, McDavid's been hot. He's got four goals in his last five games. Dreisaitl's got seven assists in his last five games. And McDavid's got 11 points in his last five games. So yeah. they've been hot. Uh, it's always going to be difficult to play against them. But I'm looking forward to it. It always brings out the best in, in the, the boys in blue. Uh, O'Reilly always elevates his game against against players like that. So I'm looking forward to it. it should be a fun one. Yeah, it's gonna be tough without Sonny though, especially uh, even against Calgary. Watch that uh, penalty kill unit struggle. I think they were three for four on the power play. So yeah, stay yeah, no. disciplined or lock them down on the penalty kill, but you can't uh, you can't struggle at both of them because that's a recipe for disaster. So uh huh, agreed. I have faith that this team can can get it together, get it rolling for that for that matchup. But uh, I think that's all we got today. Before we before we wrap things up, Tommy, I just gotta I just gotta remind you. I don't know if you I don't know if you remember, but you mentioned it earlier. This amazing hockey stick that our friends at Nyko Sports Ooh, yeah. sent over. Yeah, you still looking at that bad boy? Oh, it's gorgeous! Oh my god, it's, it's gleaming it's, off the page. It's it's spectacular. It's it's this gorgeous full size hockey stick on one side. You got commemorating the All Star Game, All Star logo, the date, all that jazz, and on the other side you got the Stanley Cup. Every game, every result, the logo, the date, Ryan O'Reilly's name plastered on there with Stanley Cup MVP written next to it. It's just a beautiful collector's item. Uh, it's a limited edition hockey stick, Nyko Sports. They're only making 2,020 of them, so get your hands on them quickly before they sell out. And they're only $99, which is the best part. So cheap. For a full-size hockey stick, 99 bucks. that's crazy. It's so cheap. That's crazy. It's a must-have for any collection. Yeah, and they're, they're based in St. Louis, so they're local, even more reason to buy. And every time you buy a stick, uh, the proceeds, some of the proceeds go towards the Blues for Kids Foundation. If you're interested in purchasing, you can call now at 1-800-345-2868. Again, that's 1-800-345-2868. You can call and ask for a specialist. They can help you find whatever you need. Uh, you can also go online at nikosports.com, N-I-K-C-O sports.com. Wherever you order from, please make sure you mention the Locked On podcast. It means the world to us and it means the world to them. You're getting your hands on a on a beautiful collector's item hockey stick. Yeah, and another thing that means the world to us is you guys. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back later this week with brand new content, obviously the gauntlet um, and your mailbag questions on Friday. So make sure to get those in and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Let's go Blues.